0: Welcome to the Senior Attorney Match podcast. I am your host, attorney Jeremy Pook, founder of Senior Attorney Match. Here, we discuss how attorneys who have practiced for more than 30 years can monetize their law practices. We also explain how to value and how to sell a law practice and the logistics involved when transitioning a law practice to a successor lawyer or law firm. welcome to this edition of trial attorneys open for business in this podcast which is being recorded as both video and audio we're welcoming two of the best from scorpion internet marketing the open for business episode today will focus on internet marketing strategies for trial attorneys with a focus on what to do in the midst of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic here we are in late April of 2020. We are four, in some respects, six weeks in since many stay-at-home orders have gone into effect. This is affecting all industries, and it's certainly affecting trial attorneys nationwide. Scorpion, and we're welcoming back Peter Webb, and we'll formally introduce Peter in a moment. Scorpion is a leading internet marketing agency with a focus on multiple areas of the law including trial attorneys. Peter Webb is a founding member and senior vice president of the personal injury group at Scorpion and Angela Wern joins us today. Angela is the executive vice president of personal injury. We'll be discussing a number of internet marketing strategies for trial attorneys during this difficult and challenging time. Welcome to the both of you. Peter, please want to introduce you first. You want to add on and then Angela, too, a few words about yourselves, and then we'll get to a few questions.
1: Absolutely. Thanks you very, very much for... having us on. Uh, it was a whole lot of fun last time we did it at AAJ a couple months back. I heard a lot of good feedback and a lot of trial attorneys are you know, curious and inquisitive of what, what are the things that they should be paying attention to and, and how does that look. And so I'm happy to be here again and be able to chat with you. Always a good time.
0: Thank you. And Angela, this is your first time on this podcast. Welcome. And can you give us a few few additional background words about yourself?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jeremy, for having me on as well. As you mentioned, I head up the personal injury team here at Scorpion. So that involves everything from bringing new clients on and working ongoing in their marketing campaigns. Our team's about 70 people who all work and focus exclusively on personal injury marketing. Peter and I have worked together for the past six or seven years and personal injury has been my focus the entire time here.
0: Great. Thank you. For those listeners, by the way, that don't know of Scorpion yet and know of its of its breadth and scope, Peter, could you just remind us the states that you operate in, the number of employees that Scorpion has working on internet marketing for lawyers nationwide?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. We've been around for close to two decades now. We've grown by leaps and bounds. We now have, believe it or not, over 950 full-time employees at Scorpion. But really, I think the most important thing to pay attention to with that number is we grew to that number because the internet has evolved to require that many types of professionals, attorneys on staff, content writers, you know, social media experts, and you name it. There's so many different facets to a campaign today to really project and make sure that your law firm is best represented online. So for at least what we've done, at least at Scorpion, is we've verticalized. So Angela heads up our entire personal injury contingency division of 70 people, which includes attorneys and and everything that we've found trial lawyers to really need to succeed online today. We have about 375 plaintiff campaigns running concurrently with a retention rate of the upper ninety-six percentile. So we really care about executing strategies in an ongoing fashion. And that's been at least one of the big factors that we've successfully been able to deploy.
0: Let's go right into it in terms of adding value to trial attorneys during this difficult time. Can you share a few tips, three tips, let's say, about what trial attorneys Can be doing now to improve their internet marketing strategies
1: so i think the first thing that's really important uh, for most firms to be doing right now is evaluating what the goals are for the rest of the year there are new developments and case types that have presented themselves due to the COVID crisis. So taking a fresh look, not doing what historically, perhaps you've always been doing, but really take the time, especially if you're at a stay-at-home quarantine and look at what are those case types in order of priority, because this will end up being very useful for a marketing plan later. Another thing that I would recommend is identify how to best connect with your clients during this time. And I don't mean technologically as much as I mean through messaging and through empathy. Nowadays, I go onto various websites for trial attorneys and they might have a banner saying, hey, due to COVID, we're working remotely. But I don't think that that communicates as as well as it could as to how that impacts the potential client or the injured victim or their families. In fact, case in point this morning, I was on a conference call with a trial firm, a big firm in New York, and they had a, a big statement right on, right when you go on the website and it said, for your convenience and for your safety, we're all working remotely. But it didn't talk about how does that impact them? How are you going to make it more convenient to talk with the firm, whether through video conferencing or whatever that looks like. So another thing I would strongly recommend is make sure your messaging really resonates what's happening today and what's going on with the crisis. A third thing I would say is probably take a fresh look at how your firm is perceived online. Look at your reputation, look at what we would call in the industry, your brand. Look at how your brand is perceived because that is a critical component to acquiring new clients today. People are looking at reviews, they're looking all over the place and you might be the best trial of firm among your circle of peers and other attorneys, but if the layperson doesn't see that or know that, they might bypass you or you know, pass you up for some other person that has a stronger budget or better advertising campaign. So I think it's a really good idea to take a fresh look at, does it match your credibility, your track record and history? Does the internet, does your web campaign really reflect that? So th- those would be three tips that I would strongly
2: recommend. As a follow-up, I was just going to say and reinforce something Peter mentioned in the beginning, which I think is really important, is whether or not you had a web campaign that was working really well or you haven't really addressed it, right now, because we're in an unprecedented time, if you're not re-examining the strategies that you're currently using to make sure that they're now suited towards this new world for however long it goes on for you're going to be falling behind because people are engaging differently completely now, as well as they have completely different concerns than they did before. So taking a look, a fresh look at what it is that you're doing and making sure that your strategies still align with what's going on. Because while marketing and digital and all of that hasn't necessarily changed drastically, the marketplace itself has changed and the way people are doing that. So I could not agree more with what Peter said in terms of that If you haven't re-looked at what you're doing, you need to be doing that at this time especially.
0: Great, thank you. And you know, it's a great lead into our next question, which is words and phrases will enter our lexicon over time and sometimes very fast. And certainly a word that's entered the lexicon in the last six weeks is Zoom. we're (laughs) We're conducting this on Zoom. Yeah. Right. So how does this new interface and, and anyone that's had to have a telehealth conference with a doctor or a nurse in the last few weeks, so much is being conducted in this kind of form that we're conducting our conversation and podcast today. How do trial attorneys adjust and invent and innovate using these platforms that now Americans have suddenly become so accustomed with?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I think it's kind of in two parts. Um, Number one is how can you use it right now, currently, and then also the future and what that looks like. Obviously, as anyone knows if they're looking up how people are conducting business these days, they have to be doing teleconferencing, Zoom, whatever sort of platform that you're using, just for the safety of yourself and other people. In addition to that, texting, email, and phone updates, people are wanting to find out um, what's happening with their various cases and just a way to stay in closer communication with the firm to not only let them know that you're still there and you're still available. So for your current clients that you're working with, utilizing technology to stay in touch with them is very important. And then in addition to that, taking on new clients, being able to engage with them in a way that is safe and useful right now is gonna be very important. So those platforms are so readily available if you don't have them and you're not utilizing them, it's very important to find out just what's available and also how do they wanna engage with you. The second part of it is to talk about how you might bring those technologies into uh, the future with you. Like you mentioned, Jeremy, and we spoke about this a little bit the other day, I never thought about telehealth before. If I wanted to go to the doctor, as we talked about, I would just make an appointment and go, and I wouldn't even have necessarily been comfortable doing that. Now it's pushed so quickly into our normal day-to-day lives out of necessity that I think people are gonna be more comfortable going forward having that. And then as a follow-up to that, and the reason why that is as important as it is, is because speed in marketing is really the name of the game. The person who gets to a client first statistically Is going to sign them. Because as with any attorney will tell you, or any attorney I've ever spoken with, they let me know, hey, if I get in front of a client, and I have the ability to speak with them, I close them at 90%, 100%, whatever, they they feel very comfortable, we're really strong in that area. But if you don't get to them first, and you're not quick in the way that they can engage with you, then you sort of lose the battle before it's even won. So that's so important right now is if you have a type of technology or a way someone can contact you, you should be utilizing it, all the different formats, because you don't know what that potential client is most comfortable with.
0: Thank you. And Peter, could you just add on to it? And I'll add on to it first, which is that a fascinating feature of Zoom is it's incredibly personal. Right? I mean, to, to Angela, to your point about that speed and getting in front of the client, I mean, if a, if a trial attorney is getting a call into a call center and the call center is then texting to the attorney about the facts of an inquiry from a client, and then the attorney could get on face-to-face with the potential client in real time, that has to be making trial attorneys be thinking about that this is, this is a new area for marketing.
1: Absolutely. The the only thing I would add is historically we weren't at a point not so much technologically but we weren't at a point where people felt comfortable getting on their computer to talk about some pretty personal stuff through video conferencing and until this crisis happened where we've all been thrust into it and realized hey it's actually not that bad that's how evolution occurs in the, in this kind of thing is something occurs which creates change and that change is then adapted by those that do well and not adapted by those that typically succumb or end up dying down a little bit. But I mean, with Zoom, it's really been a, I think a a fortunate way for, for those people on the go or think about this, you're a trial attorney, in the city and you want to expand your uh area of where you accept clients from now maybe someone doesn't want to come into the city in fact jeremy you know you're in the boston area if you're in downtown boston someone the traffic could be a nightmare you might not want to drive all the way in if you're in the outskirts but now at the convenience of still being able to talk to the attorney get a good idea of their confidence track record who they are what they do why they do it i think it's a fantastic new addition that all firms should really embrace
0: thank you And we talked about tips at the outset. Now let's look towards the future at some point and let that point be sooner than later, people are gonna be returning to their offices. I read an article, I mean, you're both in California, I read this article indicating that California is expecting to have 15,000 less car accidents, okay? During the course of of the stay at home orders that the governor has implemented. When people go back to work, how do you recommend your clients, other trial attorneys, what can they do to make 2020 as good of a year as possible? And how does internet marketing strategy fit into that?
1: Well, I think it's being front and center and present, right? And and what I mean by that is doing perhaps what you always did, what filled up your docket of case types might not be the same composition of what you have moving forward. The whole point is from this, things change and you have to change with it. And so it's a good idea to reevaluate What are the opportunities and why and how are you going to pivot? And do you have a partner, a marketing partner, whether it's in-house or whoever you work with to really execute those things and brainstorm? So along the lines of that, it's really reevaluating the marketing strategy, more specific to how and where you're getting cases. And perhaps there's some opportunities that you previously didn't think about either. Maybe uh, a large majority of the amount of cases you take are through referring attorneys, which is great, but that's largely reliant on those attorneys and their marketing and them getting the case to then qualify it to even then send it over to you, which nowadays great firms can you know, especially if they have a great brand. We talked a little bit about that before. If they have a great brand, why not get it directly? And I'm not saying cut out the referring attorneys. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying it really is an ideal client experience. If someone locally really needs your representation, and then they can find you and all the reasons of why you, I think that that's just doing yourself a service to make sure you're you're making that experience great. So that's another thing.
2: If I may, Peter, I wanted to mention as well, it's also a really good time to evaluate your operational capacity as well. And with day-to-day running of, of a firm, you may not have taken a step back and looked to go, how can we improve this process? How can we look at it in a different way, both from the marketing standpoint and operational capacity standpoint? And now's a really great time to do that.
1: One thing based on obviously what you just said, Angela, It's a great point because I have a lot of law firms, a lot of trial firms that come to me and say, hey, Peter, let's spend a whole bunch of money on advertising. Let's go ahead and just dump it in. What you just said is the precursor. It's like the cart before the horse. Make sure that you have the infrastructure ready to even receive what you're going to get from it. Uh, Unfortunately, so many firms, and it's because they don't know any different. They jump to, I'm thirsty, so I want to drink out of a fire hose. That's not necessarily the smartest way to go about it. And so, one thing that's interesting off, off the top of my head is there's been a 17% reduction in cost to advertise digitally for personal injury across the country. And so, that's not
0: going to interrupt you because that's important, right? Let's repeat yes. that statistic, please, because that's an interesting number. Could you say that again, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's been across the boards throughout the country, an overall reduction to the tune of 17% reduction in digital paid advertising costs going after personal injury cases. What's happening is a lot of the large firms or major advertisers at least have pulled back budgets to kind of wait for the dust to settle, which has created an opportunity for those that intelligently execute a strategy to go after those things so it's again what angela just said is so critical to pay attention to is not only can we spend the money but do we have the infrastructure to maximize the efficacy of the campaign and do we have a partner to really execute it intelligently
0: well great well peter angela thank you both for your time your expertise and sharing real words of wisdom during a challenging time trial attorneys are thinking for the future, and a big part of the future is marketing. Keep marketing, Scorpion is right at the top for trial attorneys nationwide, and being a resource to your clients, realizing that adjusting campaigns and thinking about how to adjust those campaigns intelligently, as Peter just said, is well worth the investment at this time. Peter, Angela, thank you so much. Thank you you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. For more information, please visit SeniorAttorneyMatch.com. You can always reach me, Jeremy Pook, by calling me at 781-247-4211 or sending me a text message at 617-285-3325.